0: Hey, welcome everyone to episode seven of the Part Time to Full Time Real Estate Agent Podcast. Today, I have Jeff Johns with me. Um, going to talk about his story, his journey into real estate, and what he's doing right now to make himself successful. So, thanks for joining me, Je- uh, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm super excited. Uh, yeah. You know, we I met with you about what a month or two ago, and talking about business and just strat- mm-hmm. strategies and things like that, and um you know you're full of energy and a lot of fun to, to talk with and and we've done uh, a deal before together and hope to do more but Hopefully. um yeah dude so so yeah let's just jump into it um why don't we start with just how you got into real estate how you chose that as a profession um and then how you decided to go full-time versus uh starting part-time like a lot of people seem <clears> to <throat>
1: Yeah. Um, so I think I got into real estate the same way a lot of people do. Um, I just really didn't like my previous job and kind of wanted a fresh start. Um, and I didn't know what that fresh start was necessarily going to be. But, you know, I was on Facebook and I was friends with Fred Seeley, who's also at eXp Realty. And um, it just looked like he was having a ton of fun in real estate. And I was like, I want to have fun in my job. So wow. uh, so I hit him up and I was like, dude, how do you how do you do that? Like, how did you get into real estate? And so he, uh, he told me and and I went for it essentially i i took the licensing course passed the test and and then just went for it
0: that's awesome that's that's i mean that's that's the best way to do it i think um mm-hmm. did you have any like like anything holding you back or or any like apprehension to going into it full time knowing like hey i probably won't get a paycheck for a while you know going from that steady income to you know only getting paid when you produce and that sort of thing i know a lot of people seem to seem to struggle yeah. with that
1: Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me is I, uh, I was living with some roommates in Waukesha and, um, our lease was coming to an end. So I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't really want to move to Milwaukee where they were going. Um, I didn't want to go back. I mean, I did kind of want to go back to school. Um, but if I did that, I was going to probably stay in a dorm somewhere. And, um, I decided that if I was going to do real estate, I was going to move back in with my parents and, um, and then I'd really be able to just go for it. There'd be nothing holding me back. So, so I think that was the smart decision
0: yeah so you yeah. just humbled yourself up a lot of people are like "Oh, i don't want to move back in but th- i think that's awesome that you were able to just say you know what it doesn't matter you know i got my goals and my dreams looking forward um so it's it's worth you know moving in back with the, with the parents for a little while it's two
1: years it's two years i think i think i can do it for two years
0: yeah totally that's awesome mm-hmm. so when you first started um you, well actually how'd you how you uh. The firm that you're with or, or the broker that you decided to go with yeah
1: so i applied um i applied at two places um and so when i sat down with fred let me back up when i sat down with fred and talked to him i asked him i was like hey man like do you think i should go for like a bigger brokerage or like a smaller brokerage and um he told me to go for a bigger brokerage that i'd probably get more more training so i applied at two places i applied at realty executives um who never called me and then i applied at shore west and um i sat down with a the broker there um dan ludwig and i i just thought it was awesome um everything that i felt they had to offer kind of resonated with me and who i was like i was kind of expecting real estate to be like a oh i have to sit down at the phone all day and call 100 people but when i sat down um, in that interview i i realized that i could probably do this business the way i wanted to do it and so i love it here
0: that's the beauty of it is there mm-hmm. are so many different ways is, uh, to, yeah. like, I mean, you could sit down and make calls a lot some people have real yeah, successful yeah. Some people have more success with networking. Some people, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many different ways to do it. And I think that's what's what's, uh, fun and exciting. And that's why I enjoy talking with other agents and just seeing what they're doing that's Mm -hmm. working. And, you know, maybe I can implement it in my business or maybe our listeners can implement it into their business. Um, So so that being said, what, uh, you know, what is the main source of your business? How do you, you know, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Or, Or actually, let's even back up a little bit when you first started, what, what was it like? What was your, what was your day, your week, your months? Like how did that all start?
1: Um, it was, dude, it was difficult. Um, you I felt like I was just kind of fumbling around, like trying, trying everything to see what would stick and what would work. Um, so I mean, dude, everything, like I tried expired mailings. I tried, um, I called a couple FISBOs, Um, um, I did floor time. I did open houses. All that stuff really um, uh, farm mailing farm mailing to different subdivisions. and um, I think I think it's better to just pick a few things and go for it hundred percent instead of just picking like a hundred things and, and you know putting 10% effort into everything. So um, yeah, my right. first year, um, the first few months was just fumbling around with all of that stuff until I started to find out what was working for me. and for me that was um, floor time and um, open houses. So that's kind of where I okay. my
0: time. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. That's yeah, smart that you that you found out the the one or two things that really was driving income for you, and then yeah. went all in on it. Because, like you said, a lot of people try to do everything, and then they're not even able to do it successfully. So then they're just kind of spinning the wheels and not getting any success. And that's probably why so there's such a high dropout rate in our profession. Um, is because they can't, they can't get the wheels spin or the, you know, they can't get the, the momentum going. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: we're, we're all entrepreneurs. We all have a million ideas running around in our head and we just want to, we want to try everything, you know, every idea we get mm-hmm. we have, like the next big thing, that's going to really work for
0: us. Um, right. You know, I think totally. So, so floor time, uh, yeah. let's, let's d- dive into that a little bit. Yeah. So what is that like? Um, how do you, I mean, how did, how did that produce business for you?
1: Um, yeah, so like uh, people will call in, um, and I think it helps that you like being with a big company, um, being recognized locally, um, when somebody doesn't really know who they're going to list with, um, they, they just mm-hmm. call the first brokers that comes to mind. And for, for a lot of people, I hope that's Shore West. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they'll call and they'll be like, Hey, I have a house to sell. Um, don't know what it's worth. Don't really know what to do. Can you, can you come over and, and show me what to do? Show me what it's worth. Um. And so it's, it's really just a, uh, you know, a numbers game. So, um, you know, I would track it. I would do like an average of 10, 10 floor shifts a month. So that's about 30 hours a month sitting up there. Um, but it's not really wasted time waiting for the phone ring. Cause there's, you can do other things while you're, while you're sitting there, you know? Um, but, but yeah. I, like, I felt like getting into the business, my sphere is a little younger. They might not be ready to, to buy or sell yet. Um, I felt like most of my business was going to have to come from people that I didn't know so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and that's awesome that it started working for it because i I mean i hear people that what do you think the difference was between you and someone who um maybe does floor time and gets nothing out of it
1: um i took as many shifts as i could i think in this office there was probably only one other person who would get more floor shifts than me um because a lot of people would come up you know if if a showing comes up at night they're gonna they're gonna want to do that over um over a floor shift like i'm i've given away floor shifts too if i have a showing i mean you have a better chance of of writing an offer if you if you show a buyer a house versus waiting for the phone to ring right so um being new and you do not right. business and people are giving up floor shifts like there's no reason i can't take every single one that that comes through so
0: right so it's basically to simplify it, you just gave yourself more opportunities
1: yeah it's a numbers game yeah
0: totally cool that's good i mean that yeah that makes sense i think uh I've talked to agents that have done floor time, and they're like, "Yeah, I got nothing out of it." But I think the yeah. first question is, is like, "Okay, well, how many shifts did you do, or right. you know, how much time did you put in?" Because if you same thing with like Fizbos or, or any source, right. like if you don't do enough of it, you're not going to have success with it. And then that's when people are like, "Ah, oh, it doesn't work," you know. Mm. So I think that's a that's a key, um, a key thing to think about. Our key indicator is that you just got to make sure you're doing enough. Volume to be right. able to actually see success, so that's a good uh, a good little nugget for people to think about. So then, number two, you said open houses, right? What uh, talk about your process with that? How do you how do you get business out of that? I know there's a lot of people um, will that will say, oh, open houses aren't they don't they don't work anymore. Most of the buyers are just already uh, have agents, and their agents are just showing them, so they don't have to do it, private showings. And what's uh, what's your experience been like?
1: um yeah i would definitely say that most of the times a buyer comes in they're already working with an agent um, um you'll do open houses where where nobody comes in but again it's it's really just a numbers game and i think i think when you start out um, a lot of people do a couple open houses um and they don't get anything and so it doesn't work for them right um i didn't get a sale until my 25th open house so wow. I think i think as you you progress and you do more and more, you get better and better. I remember doing open houses and people would walk out and I'd be like, oh, shoot, I should have asked them this question or I should have said this. Um, and so after you do that 25 times, then, then it starts rolling. So, um, I think this year I've done 15 open houses and I've gotten two sales out of it. So, um, so you get right, <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I think you'd be willing to do 40 open houses. I mean, you can't do four open houses and, and quit cause you didn't get anything
0: mm-hmm that's huge that's yeah. awesome so same thing. volume that it's a number game right so do you uh when you're so let's just walk through an open because i think a lot of people struggle with open houses it seems like you've kind of started to dial in what works what is that what's your process like when you get it you know when an, there's an open house this weekend right what what is yeah. your and it's monday or when do you usually start promoting it how does that all look
1: um i usually start promoting it like a day or two before um okay I really the only way I promote it is is uh social media so uh, mm-hmm. you know it it, ta- it takes five to ten minutes um you can spend five bucks and get a couple hundred people to view it. I just think it's a better use of of time and money um to use social media yeah so that's the way I promote it um but sure when somebody oh I'm sorry go ahead
0: oh no I was just gonna say so so you promote it and I, I was gonna go to the next question of that but it mm-hmm. sounded like you had something else with it.
1: Um, I was just gonna go into the or process no. of like when somebody when somebody does come into the open house, I think that's where you were you were probably. Okay,
0: well, yeah, yeah. My next step was okay. So do you do Saturdays and Sundays then, or just one or the other?
1: It really just depends. Um, I, I really don't um, have a preference. It just really depends on on my schedule, um, the listing agent's schedule. Maybe there's showings on Saturdays, so that's why I choose Sunday. Um, you sure. know, it really depends
0: okay so then um and then do you have a certain time frame are you doing like a one hour one and a half two four is it is it always the same or
1: um it varies it varies um like if it's if it's a brand new listing and i think it's going to be like really hot i might do like a, a two to three hour um but people see that time frame that you give them so i think they're going to come regardless of what what time frame you give them so if i give them from 12 to one i think you'll still get all of those people in that one hour um so i usually try to right. keep them between
0: yeah, they- Right. That's smart. Do you, do you do multiple in a day or, or just one a day generally?
1: Um, I Typically one. This weekend I got two on Sunday. Um, so I don't think I've done more than two in a day. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, cool. And then as far as like signage goes and that, are you just putting on main roads or how are, are you uh, doing a lot of directionals?
1: Um, Probably, I don't know, probably three to four directional signs. Okay. It just depends on, on cool. the roads.
0: All right so then now once you're in the open house and you know it's open um what's that process look like
1: yeah so i usually try to ask easy questions first like how did you hear about the open house did you see it on facebook did you see um the signs just driving by um you know just just kind of easy questions first right and then then i kind of dive into the uh how are you looking for homes right now and then i hope they tell me zillow so that i can offer like well you know, Zillow is good, but, um, you know, would it be helpful if we set you up in the MLS so you can see all of the inventory? So, uh, mm-hmm. just like that. And, and I, you know, not every person is willing to give, give their information or sign in. I'm not, I'm not super pushy. Like if, if I don't feel like the conversation is going great or
0: <laughs> you know, I know work with
1: you. Like I'm not, I'm not super pushy. I'm not going to ask them to sign in.
0: Cool. No, I think that's a a good a good tip because a lot of people will will literally lose rapport because they will require people to sign in. Yeah, it's like how is that going to help? Because <laughs> then you're just going to call them later and they're going to not want to talk to you because you had no, you didn't build any rapport with them to begin with. Right. Right. Hey, you still there?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. We cut off for a second. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. Yeah. I can hear
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem. Um, uh, awesome. So what is, um, uh, a can, you know, considered a successful open house for you? How many, how many people generally, um, or does it always vary? I consider a successful open house if I
1: feel like I got one solid lead. Um, so I mean, typically an average open house, I think I probably get four to five people through four to five groups through. Um, but if I can get one solid lead, yeah. somebody's not working with an agent, um, I got their contact information and we had a, we had a good conversation. I feel like that's a successful open house. So, yeah, and it's totally. a waste of time. I mean, if nobody comes into your open house, like you still posted it on Facebook, your, you know, your friends saw it, um, a couple hundred people saw it where you boosted it. Like it, it's never a waste of time. So.
0: Your, your, uh your brand out there and people are seeing it right. that's that's a good point right right so there's always it's always still gonna be um, it may not be immediate but it could be future brand recognition and all of that so I think that's that's a good a good point as well um, so and when we were so when we were kind of moving forward when we were talking earlier you had mentioned that this year it seems like a lot of your business is actually coming from referral business um and that's uh kind of i mean that's the best type you can get obviously it's the cheapest uh (laughs) cheapest cost for a lead right um and you had mentioned ninja selling right um that's kind of something that you have been learning uh the whole the ninja selling system yeah yeah um so what does that look like and how does you know what are your what's your new process like for this this year so far
1: yeah so so this year I think it's it's focusing less on strangers and focusing more on the people that I know um, or people that know like and trust me right so it's um it's more it's more like going out to coffee with with an old friend or somebody from high school, um, you know doing more of the handwritten note cards, um, tracking how many how many people I talk to on a daily basis um, you know about about them like their family their their jobs, what they got planned for this summer. So, um, and I, I think focusing more on that as well as my sphere getting a little bit older now, um, I think that's really helped um, me get referrals. And, and I think just that first year, just staying in front of people, like, like people the first year are like, Oh, Jeff's brand new in real estate. Um, maybe they're not ready to use me. Right. And so I think now that, you know, mm-hmm. not, I'm not the new kid on the block anymore. Right. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it should get. It just get should get better and better every year, right? You get you get more experience, you get more, um, you know, more clients that you build relationships with, more referrals start coming. That's, I mean, it, it should just snowball, right? Right, right. Sorry, you br- you did you did oh. you did you hear that last part?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. It should just snowball, right?
0: Oh, okay, so. so yeah, exactly. I don't know. You yeah, I mean, kind of broke up. I the don't know, just, hey, weird. We got storms going on. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good though. It's all good. Um, Awesome. I mean, I think we got a lot of, a lot of good, uh good information from you, man. It sounds like you're doing really well with, um, you know, all the different areas you're doing and uh, you're really making it, making it your own. I, I like that a lot. Is there anything else that you think maybe uh someone else could, learn from you or, you know, say it's a part-time agent or even a brand, like someone who's not an agent yet wants to get into real estate. What would your, your number one advice be for them?
1: Um, I kind of want to talk to like the part-time, the part-time agent, getting ready to go full-time or who wants to go full-time. Like I, I think there's so many different ways you can do this, this business. And I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. Um, I, I think for me personally, for me to be successful, I had to go full-time, but I don't think that's necessarily the case for everybody. Um, I, I just think like your first year is kind of a roller coaster of emotions. Like one day you think like, oh, this is awesome. Like I can do this. I can make it to the top. And then the next day you're like, why did I get in real estate? I don't know if I'm good enough. Um, I'm not gonna offer this. And it's just a roller coaster your first year. And so like I think if if I had a part time job as like my, you know, my backup, I would probably have those thoughts in my head that were like, well, I do still have an income. You know, I could put more more time into my my other job and make make more money um and so i think you just have to be conscious of that if you do have a part-time job like just be aware that that those emotions that you have are not going to be there forever um just keep grinding you know
0: totally yeah that's 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 really good i've no one's really said that before actually mm-hmm. um the emotional side of things gets gets tough for sure yeah uh and and i feel like if you are, are aware that, Hey, I can't, I can't go to my backup plan. Right. I got to move forward. You may, you may need that part time job for now, but don't use that as a crutch. Don't use that as, okay. Right. You know, this is, this is my crutch here. Just keep, yeah keep it. your eye on your goals mm-hmm. and moving forward. That's, that's awesome. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Uh, so let's just end, uh, by you giving your, where people can find you, um, just, uh, you know, social media, all that. Where, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, um, jeffjohns.shorewest.com. Um, Facebook's jjohns.shorewest. You um, can reach me 262-442-2700. Awesome,
0: man. Yeah. Cool. And if you are a, a part-time agent out there or even an agent or a, 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 a soon-to-be agent or thinking about getting a real estate and you have any questions about that, Uh, you can actually visit callwithnate.com, and uh, I'd love to chat with you about your goals and just see if we can figure out a plan, um, to, uh, get you, get you to be able to fire your boss per se. So, um, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you jumping on here, Jeff. Uh, I know you got some stuff going on earlier or later on. You said maybe, um, going to write some business up. So good luck with all that, man. And, uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me, Nate.
0: Yeah, man. All right. Take care. let